Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 112 of the Property Magic Podcast, in which I'm going to get you to think about what is your magic number. So what do I mean by this? Well, I mean the number that if you had that income coming in every single month on a passive basis, it would be enough to replace what you currently earn, which means you could make a choice of whether you continue to work doing whatever you do, or maybe you decide to do something else with your life, knowing you always have that income coming in. It's a truly magical place to be. And in 2001, I was lucky I had that number coming in, so I was able to leave my full-time job at Cadbury's. Now, I really loved Cadbury's. It was a great company, great products, great people, and it really was my dream job. But you know what? I valued my freedom and independence slightly more than that. And I hadn't completely replaced my income, but I didn't need all of my income to live on. I had enough income coming to cover my costs. And I thought, you know what, if I spend more time doing my property, I can probably have more freedom and increase the amount I actually earn. Now, there are three levels of financial freedom, financial independence, if you like. And I like to differentiate between them slightly because I think this causes a bit of confusion for many people. So these are my definitions. So financial independence is the first level, and that means you have enough coming in to replace what you currently earn. And that's what I believe the first goal should be for most investors, to get to that point where you replace your current income. The next step is what I call financial freedom. So it's not just living the way you're living, it's having a better life and kind of doing the things you want to do without really having to worry about money so much. And then number three is total financial abundance where you have just so much money you have more money than you know what to do with you will never run out and in fact each month you're actually saving money rather than spending it all so those are three levels financial independence replacing your income financial freedom earning more than you currently earn to have the lifestyle you want where you're pretty much spending everything that's coming in and then financial abundance we have more money coming in every single month than you can possibly spend So my question is, what do you think is your magic number? How much do you need to come in every single month? Now, I'd like to give you some advice around this. And my recommendation is very much to aim for that financial independence first, not financial freedom. And let me explain why. And I want to explain this by telling you a story. So on my mastermind program, which is my year long mentorship, we have people from all different backgrounds and levels of experience in property, some completely new, some very experienced and and some very wealthy people and some people who really don't have a lot of money, but they know they need to do something about that to change their future. So there was this one guy, uh, let's call him Ian. That wasn't actually his name, but let's call him Ian. And he, this was years ago when Mastermind was a lot lower investment than it is now. There was a lot less to Mastermind. There's lots of extra support and training, etc. But Mastermind was a lot lower investment. And Ian had had some money. He'd inherited a little bit of money. And he used some of that money to pay for his training. And he had some left over to start investing and moving forward. 
And I am really passionate about my students becoming financially independent, about getting the freedom and choice they want in their life. And, you know, that's why I created Mastermind in the first place to really help people do that. And it frustrates me when people don't seem to be taking action. And I noticed that Ian, for some reason, was on Mastermind, but didn't seem to be doing a lot. And I had a private conversation with Ian about this. I said, Ian, are you okay? What's happening? He said, yeah, no, I'm, I'm great. I'm, I'm loving it. Really enjoying Mastermind. I said, Ian, so why are you not moving forward? And I realized the problem. The problem was this. Ian, and I asked Ian the question, I said, right, Ian, how much do you need every single month? He said, I need £10,000 a month. I thought, okay, great. Now, we shouldn't really do this, but sometimes we look at people and we might make judgments about them. And looking at Ian and knowing a little bit about him, I didn't think that he was earning £10,000 a month at the moment. And remember, I said financial independence is where you replace what you're currently earning. And I didn't think Ian was earning that much. So I said to him, no, Ian, how much do you actually need each month? And he said, I need £10,000 a month. Now, if you ask the same question, you're going to get the same answer. I thought, I'm not really asking the right question here. Maybe I can ask a better question to get the information that I want out of Ian. So I said, okay, Ian, how much do you earn right now? And Ian was earning about £1,800. So I said, okay, hang on. So you're earning and living off £1,800, but you need £10,000. He said, yes, that's right. And I said, well, why do you need so much money? He said, well, that's what I want. I said, Ian, no, you've missed the point. You might want 10,000, but how much do you actually need? He said, I need 10,000. No, no, Ian, you you obviously don't need 10,000 because you're living off 1,800. So 1,800 is probably enough. He said, no, no, but I, I want more than that. I said, Ian, the point is to replace your income. You see, what I'd worked out was Ian, he wanted 10,000 and nothing wrong with having a big goal. I'm not saying that at all. But the problem I identify for Ian was Ian had never earned £10,000 a month. It was more than five times a month than he'd ever earned before. So for Ian, the concept of earning £10,000 a month was totally alien. He just just couldn't comprehend it. And so he was self-sabotaging because he had some money to move forward and get his first property, but he wasn't doing it because he was just completely overwhelmed trying to work out how on earth he was going to make £10,000 a month because he'd never done it. Now, the good thing about aiming for what you currently earn, let's say you earn £4,000 a month. Well, if you set your goal as £4,000 a month, you know that you can absolutely make £4,000 a month because that's what you're currently earning from your job or from your business. And what we're just going to get you to do is change the way you earn that money. But Ian just couldn't contemplate £10,000 because he'd never earned that much. So I said to Ian, look, I want you to change your goal, Ian. I'd like you to aim at just 2000 He said, no, but someone, I want more than that. I said, Ian, I know you want more than that. But if you get to 2000 is that more than you're earning right now? He said, well, yes, it is. So I said, Ian, that's the first step. Let's get to this point where you can replace what you're currently earning. Then from there, you can stop doing that job if you want to, and you can spend your time focusing on really growing your property to get up to that financial freedom figure, which for you is £10,000. As soon as Ian had adjusted his goal down to what felt like far more realistic and achievable £2,000 a month, guess what? 
he very soon got his first property that gave him about a thousand pounds a month. Once he got his first one, he had a bit of a track record. He found someone else within the group who worked with him and they worked on the second property. So within a small number of months, Ian was very close to his £2,000 goal, which was giving him the financial independence. He was then able to quit what he was doing, focus on it. And I think last time I spoke to him, he's more like seven or £8,000 now. But he would have never got there if he hadn't had that more realistic first goal because it was just too big. And in his heart of hearts, Ian did not believe that he would ever get to £10,000. And the way he was going, he probably wouldn't have done. But he will get there right now. So my, my lesson here is... Work out what do you need, first of all, to replace your current income. That's a great goal to start with. Of course, have your financial freedom target. Know how much you're you're aiming for long term, but make your first goal something that you know you can achieve and make it very achievable. Now, why is this pos- why is this important? Well, look, by knowing what you actually need, what is your number, it's going to give you clarity and direction. And then you can work out exactly the strategy you need to get you there. Or you can work with a coach or someone else can help you work out how you can be there. Now, you also need to be aware of what your requirements are right now might not be your requirements in the future. Things change over time. So maybe you've got kids now and obviously you have to pay out for kids. Well, hopefully at some point you'll stop having to support them. And that might be longer than you when you really want, but hopefully that day is going to come. Or maybe you don't have kids yet, but you want to have kids in the future. Well, I don't have kids personally, but I can tell you from all my family and friends, I know kids are very expensive and swallow up the cash. So you're going to need to factor that in and at some point have more money if you want to maintain your current lifestyle. Now, the other thing is when you no longer have to work, when you've got money coming in passively from your property, and you know, I think Sometimes people don't realize that when we talk about passive income, you do need to do some work up front to initiate those streams of income. But once you've got them in place, you have a good team around you managing the properties for you, there's very little time input from you. And you can actually do it from anywhere around the world. And that means that you might want to travel more. So when you actually, when people get to retirement, what most people find is actually the amount of money they have available goes down because their pension isn't enough, but they actually want to go out and do more things and actually spend more money because they've got the time to do those things. So again, think about the different stages in your life and you might want to put together a simple spreadsheet saying, well, you know, here's what I need at the moment. Here's what I'm going to need in the future based on my changing living requirements and, and my holiday expectation, etc. And ideally, you want to get to the point where when you die, and obviously it's going to happen to all of us at some point, and we don't know when that's going to be, but let's say you live to an average age, you want to aim so that you don't run out of money, but also you don't want too big a pot of money left over, because if you have a big pot of money or lots of assets left over, you're going to get taxed on that in the UK, inheritance tax is 40% of your net assets. So actually, you want to think about the long term here and think about some inheritance tax planning. And if you have kids or nephews and nieces, maybe starting to give away some of that money well before you expect to get to the end of your life, that gets the money outside of your estate. 
You know, it's really important for you to understand taxes. Otherwise, you will end up paying too much of it. Uh, there's a great quote Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad has. He said, what you know will make you money. What you don't know will cost you money. And that's very true when it comes to tax. Um, I can't give you tax advice. You need to speak to a specialist property tax accountant as part of your um, power team. But what I want to do is raise your awareness to these kind of things. But the purpose of this particular podcast is really getting you to think about what's your magic number. And I challenge you to do that. Go away and think about that. Get that clarity. And then you'll be able to work towards achieving that. And I think next year is going to be a great time. We're going to put a lot of extra content out on these podcasts, really helping you make the most of the next year. So get yourself in a great position to understand what you're aiming to do. And I look forward to sharing more with you in future episodes of the Property Magic Podcast. I'd like to make a request and recommendation, as I often do. If you like the content you're getting every single week from this Property Magic Podcast, why not subscribe to make sure you get notified every single Tuesday when the new episode comes out. And also, if you could be kind enough to give me a review. Now, if you listen on an iPhone, you can uh, list look at all the episodes, scroll down to the very bottom of that, and it says you can leave a review. We love five-star reviews and say specifically what you get out of it. If you do that, it's nice to get feedback from people, but also it means other people will find the podcast and they will also benefit from listening. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.